0: Hi there, this is Liz and I'm going to look at observation for you as a source of data for sociological research. Participant observation is where the researcher attempts to become an accepted member of the group being studied. This has many problems associated with it, including the practical, ethical and theoretical issues. So, Participant observation is used by interpretivists who argued that a sociological understanding of society can only be gained when researchers put themselves in the same position as the people they are studying. Participant observation will yield qualitative data. The concept of Verstehen, which is an understanding developed through empathy or close identification, is seen as important in the use of participant observation. So what are the practical problems? So first, you've got to become an accepted member of the group. You've got to gain the trust and cooperation of the group and leaving the group once the research is concluded. So the problems are getting in, staying in and getting out of the group. The researcher might decide to either adopt an overt or a covert role. So an overt role is where those being observed are aware of their status as a researcher. A covert role means they adopt a cover story to hide their real intentions, so like a spy or infiltrator. Ethical issues are certain to arise if if the researcher has adopted a covert role, but this can be partly dealt with by telling the people after the research has been conducted. Ethical problems such as this deception Could be justified to protect the researcher. For example, if you're studying a gang or a criminal organisation. From an ethical perspective, an overt role is more acceptable as it allows people to be aware that they are being studied and to perform informed consent. One theoretical issue conserves reliability. Positivists claim that the data obtained are rarely quantified and that they are unreliable. The second issue concerns validity. Participant observation assumes that when the researcher recalls how they have been interpreted, the situation is accurate. Positivists would argue that it is unlikely to be the case. So how do we evaluate participant observation? The advantages are that they study people's normal everyday behaviour. They're less likely to impose a sociologist's own views on the group being studied. It allows for the collection of more in-depth, valid, qualitative data than other research methods. And it also produces more valid data because there is less chance of the researcher being misled with other methods. They can also gain in-depth insights into the meanings that a social activity has for those involved by seeing through their eyes may be the only valid method for researching close groups such as criminal gangs and religious sects. It also allows for the study of people in their normal everyday lives over a period of time. So it's not just a snapshot view, So it's more representative. The disadvantages are that it is time consuming and negative and expensive. It can be stressful for the researchers, especially those in a covert role and the data might not be valid or reliable, and it could lack objectivity, according to positivists. The overt role may undermine validity by the Hawthorne effect. It Also risks researchers going native, that is becoming so involved that they lose objectivity. Only a small group is studies, so it might not be representative. And covert participant observation, is ethically not that good. So what are is non-participant or structured observation? A non-participant observation does not involve the researcher in the activities of those being studied. It usually involves a checklist of things to observe the structure which can then be turned into quantitative data. Positivists are more likely to use this method. The advantages are that it is not as time consuming and it's cheaper than participant observations. Researchers can replicate and check findings and the risk of the Hawthorne effect is reduced because the researcher is detached and uninvolved. It's also easier to make comparisons with similar observations, providing quantitative data, so that patterns, trends and causation can be highlighted. Consent is easily obtained, so it's more ethically prefer- ethically prefer <laughs> sorry about that. It's more ethically preferable than participant observations. The disadvantages is that it is not practical to observe all groups, and it's very difficult to record all observed incidents. And the categorization of observations is influenced by subject. Interpretations, so different observers of the same group might record incidents differently, so subjective. It also risks the Hawthorne effect due to the presence of an observer. The use of covert observation devices such as hidden cameras are ethically problematic due to the lack of informed consent. And only a small group can be observed, so the sample might not be representative. So that is a quick whiz around participant and non-participant observation for you. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com, where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.